Well, hello everyone. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whichever time it might happen to be that you're listening to the podcast, uh, whether it's on your way to work, on your way home from work, maybe you're on your way to the gym, whatever it is. Maybe you're going to one of our previous episodes, one of our partners there, and you're going to have some breakfast over at uh, Cafe Olympic, or maybe you're going to get some uh, food over at Plum Garden. Maybe maybe you're headed over to uh, Birds and Beasts to go get a new bird. Any of those things. Um, yeah, so uh, this is the season finale of season two, uh, which we're talking to our friend Erica at McHenry County Living, who is our sponsor, uh, the sponsor of the show. And, um, you know, I if you haven't checked it out, check out The Weekender. Um, it's just filled with and packed with things to do. Uh, and the goings on in McHenry County. It's a pretty cool source if you want something to to do with your family, with your kids, or whatever it is. Check them out. Um, I can't say enough about Erica at McHenry County Living. Uh, I mean, just for sponsoring the show, it's just huge. And uh, we thank her and McHenry County Living so much for uh, the partnership that we have in uh, sponsoring them getting the word out for McHenry County Living and they're doing the same thing for us uh, you'll see left at the light on the weekender in there so as we have uh, done in the past um, when we come back for season three we're going to talk about season two and what were the popular episodes of season two and I, I just kind of want to give you guys a rundown real quick before we get into this last episode uh, we started the season at Parkside Pub in Huntley the Turkey Testicle Festival. It seems like it was so long ago now that we we did that episode. Um, then we jumped over to Way Sound, um, where we got Grace Kinsler uh, recorded before uh, there in uh, the Fox River Grove area. And then we went over to Woodstock, and we went to Woodstock Pride, and they had uh, their their event uh, right after we. I think it was the week after we premiered the episode of Woodstock Pride. I uh, talked to three people on that one. The first time I had multiple people on the show, it was pretty cool. Then we went to Danceberation. We did some dancing with Chrissy over at Danceberation where my daughter dances. Uh, right after that, we talked to an old buddy of mine from high school, Andrew Rue Yori, American Ninja Warrior and um, Adopt a Dog Advocate. Then we we kind of I guess we just stuck with the the animal theme and we went to, we went to the birds birds and beasts, which is uh, across the street from our friends at Danceberation, um, a great pet store. They take care great care of their animals. Um, I know my mom just got a bird from them, so um, that's pretty cool. And we talked to an author out of Huntley, D M Needham. Talked to her about uh, the books that she has out, and I and we delved into dove into the uh next book that's coming out just a little bit and we talked to doug over at big kid power sports doug is a character uh if you are on the the crystal lake facebook pages doug is on there all the time doug is like a little viral like social media guy and uh, you would not expect that uh if you didn't know that already then we went over to studio d um who uh this jewelry store on the Woodstock Square. Uh, they do a lot of their own stuff. It's a pretty neat operation they got going there. If you haven't listened to the episode, there's a pretty pretty cool story 
to listen to about it. And then uh, we're here. We're here. Uh, the last episode of the season with McHenry County Living. And uh, this one I talked to my sponsor of the show, Erica. And, um, yeah, so this is the uh, season I'm going to take a small break so you won't have any episodes coming out for a couple weeks while I kind of get ready for season three. And I kind of mentioned it before, but uh, I have already some in the book recorded episodes. Um, I believe I got, if I'm remembering correctly, five already recorded. So half the season is already like saved on my computer, ready to go. Uh, just got to put the intros together and the outros together and everything else. So um, we're, we're continuing to move on and uh, keep talking to people and getting them on the show and promoting and getting feedback from you guys. So um, it's really cool. People have reached out to uh, be on the show, so we're going to keep that going. Um, I've talked longer than I want to talk for the intro, so I'm just going to say uh, enjoy the rest of the episode, and then uh, we'll see you on the back end and uh, wrap up the season. So uh, thank you guys for listening. Uh, here is McHenry County Living with myself and Erica. Okay, Erica, how are you doing? I'm good. How are you, Matt? I'm doing well. Um, so we're here at Mookie's, but we're going to talk about something completely different. From we Mookie's. are. We're going we're gonna to talk about McHenry County Living. We are. So tell me about McHenry County Living. Uh, how did it get started? What's your role? Give me all the goods. Okay. Well, you have to go back a bit to 2007. Um a fabulous woman named Carla Hausch founded the magazine. It was a magazine back then. Okay. So we were in print. And, um, you know, her vision was really just to celebrate, you know, all that's good about McHenry County. And so she did. And, um, yeah, it was, it was great. It was fabulous. It was something we've never had in our community before. So we kind of filled in that gap. Mm -hmm. So. Okay. So what, what do you do? So me, um, I got on board with her in 2009, and I was her managing editor. So if you can imagine in like a small scale, like, you know, small business media company environment, I kind of wore a lot of hats. Mm -hmm. um, I found myself doing a lot of work, um, you know, from photography to, uh, you know, managing the freelancers and things like that and doing a lot of my, you know, writing myself as well and helping with layout. It was a pretty dynamic position and it was, I learned a lot. Um, and, you know, just helping with the editorial calendar. So like, what are we going to talk about um, month to month? So it was, um, it was, it was really cool. It was like a crash course in McHenry County. Yeah. And I was fairly new to the area. I had just moved um, in the area in like, I guess, 2008. So I was learning not only, uh, you know, a new position, but like learning about the community I was talking mm -hmm. about. So it was pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, so <clears throat> you came here 2008. Where did you come from? I came from the city of Chicago, um, but that was not like my, um, 
like my home, you know, my hometown. Um, I'm from like the Southwest suburbs, like the Juliet area. Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah, but you know, the suburbs are all kind of, they all have their similarities, but definitely like moving out to McHenry County from the city, um, having lived there for a really long time, you know, there's a little bit of a culture shock out here. Um, things do tend to kind of move a little bit slower. Um, obviously it's not as congested. There isn't, there's actually a lot of stuff going on in McHenry County. Um, but it felt like when I moved here that it was like, what are we going to (laughs) do? Like, Uh, yeah, number one, I can't walk to my destination, so to speak. Like I, you know, living in a neighborhood and number two, like where's all like the festivals and events and you know, Mm -hmm. all the good goodies. So it was a little bit of a learning curve, but working at McHenry County Living gave me like that, you know, total crash course on who's who, what's what. And it was, it was pretty cool. So. Yeah, definitely. Um, and I, I think, uh, if you go to like check out your website or something like that and look at like all the stuff that is going on, it's honestly very surprising and to like see how much is really out there and to do all the time. So. Absolutely. Um, that's great. A great point. And time and again, people tell me I've lived here my whole life. This is my home. I had no idea, like all the things that are going on in McHenry County. And for me, those are like the magic words. Cause we work really hard to like curate the calendar and make sure we're like, you know, I scour other calendars to build mine, to make it like curate it and make it the best it can be and get a little bit of everything. So if you're a family or um, young people moving out here, seniors, you know, whatever the case may be, I try to find a little something for everybody. So it's, I love hearing that. And, and every time I hear it, I'm like, thank you. Cause I feel like that, that was my goal. And so I feel like I accomplished that when people tell me that. So, so behind the scenes of McKenna kind of living. So what, what, is there, is it just you at this point? Is there more people like, cause there's a lot of content. It is. I know. Right. Yes. Um, I don't sleep, <laughs> uh, which, which is surprising. Cause like you're pretty energy's up there. Um, that's like, called, need, that's like, called coffee. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I recommend it 10 out of 10. Um, yeah, no. So Yes. Um, it's, it's yes and no. So largely, yes, it's, it's me. I kind of drive the content. I drive the relationships. I drive a lot of, um, you know, the planning and things like that. But of course I call on, you know, professionals to do what they do well, whether it's like video or I need some, uh, you know, graphic design or illustration help. We do, um, you know, uh, like animations for logos. I have a, a wonderful person who I call on when I need things like that, those creative things that are sort of at that next level that, you know, I feel really strongly about, um, you know, finding the best to bring it back to McHenry County living. So I have a lot of like, you know, fantastic creatives that I will call on, um, on occasion to help me out to, to do my job the best I can. But I do a lot. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'll, I'll admit, I do do a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Just so everybody knows, she's busy. Yeah, I'm busy. <laughs> yeah, but I farm some stuff out too when I need when I need a hand. Okay, uh, so so I want I want to talk about that a little bit because like one of the things that caught my eye when I checked out the website is the video that you guys have right on there. Yeah, and I was I was like, oh wow, that's a really cool video. That was neat. Um, so. I, you got some aerial shots in there. Yeah, and a bunch of different things. For sure. So that was some, you know, someone else kind of yeah. contributed to that. So we do, you know, um, it dawned on us early uh, as um, as I took a print 
publication to digital, which I thought was going to be like the simple transition, just like take all the things we did in a print, you know, format and bring it over to digital. I thought maybe naively that that was going to be like a simple thing to do, but not at all, but very educational. And, you know, I'm a stubborn person, so I made it work. (laughs) Um, And I feel like we've done well with that. But, you know, understanding the way people consume information um, online, on social media, and things like that, it it became very obvious pretty early that we're going to have to step up our game here. We're going to have to do some visual storytelling. We're going to have to show things in different ways, um, especially with so many people consuming uh, you know, like social media with a video. So that's why we kind of rolled ourselves into multimedia. So, yeah. Uh, so uh, let's talk about like kind of the time and everything that it comes in mm. putting all this together, because uh, like, like I said, there's so many events out there that you've put together the calendar and all that. Um, I mean, what goes into all that, uh, finding all that content and really, I mean, getting that information out to everybody. Yeah. It is a lot of just research, Um, you know, having done it, I think like anything, the the longer you do something, the more it just kind of clicks with you in your brain. Like, you know, you know, in, you know, whatever, you know, I always know that in, or traditionally before COVID, you know, like May is going to be like Harvard milk days, you know, Mm -hmm. like you, you, you kind of start to just get seasoned into this. Like you just kind of know without knowing, but I would be a complete liar if I told you I did not have calendar on calendar on calendar and reminder on reminder. You know, that's the that that's kind of like the unsexy, you know, business sort of um, aspect of doing, you know, running your own business is it takes an incredible amount of organization and just um, getting ahead of stuff. So it's just a lot of like planning ahead. I'm already thinking about June and July right now mm-hmm. um, and uh, and beyond although that was more challenging during COVID than it had ever been. Um, That that was the biggest frustration about COVID was like, I can't do the thing I love to do. And it's to be nerdy and organized and know what's going on in a month. Like that sucked. I won't lie. (laughs) So COVID, I imagine, kind of put a damper on everything that you're doing. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) So like, there's nothing happening. Sorry, just blank newsletter. (laughs) Put very simply, you were 100% correct. Um, Yes. Uh, However... I did make the decision that despite that, I was going to keep communicating. I kind of switched gears a little bit and just like, so we're going to be a PSA machine. Like I'm just going to communicate and I'm just going to stay in touch with people and I'm going to call all my clients and be like, what do you need? What are you doing? How can we help? And I just did. And I actually, um, I went beyond just my clientele and and I kind of just blanket, you know, who needs what? Let's... I'm going to funnel that into my newsletter, the weekender mm-hmm. email that we do. And, and we're going to funnel that and we're going to, I'm going to do that. That's what I'm going to do because that's what you do when you have an audience and when you have, you know, an opportunity to continue doing what you're doing despite all, I mean, it was freaky. It was a very scary time for businesses, but I'm like, mm-hmm. this is the moment when you step up to the plate and you do, you do what you can to help. And everybody did. Everybody did. Everybody. I can't think of one example of someone who's just like, you know what? I'm out. You know, I'm like, I'm done. Everybody like create, like we just like, I don't know, like just totally um, shape shifted into like something (laughs) else. 
Uh, so that's what we did, you yeah. know, no, there wasn't much to, there wasn't much to do, but there was much to, um, communicate. Yeah. And, and we spoke before we even got started about like the, um, ability to adapt to the, all the restaurants in the, in the area. Yes. Had. And I, I think we both agreed that just, it was an amazing transition. It was, yeah. it was incredible. And I can't, you know, I mean, it just, it, it speaks to the resiliency of people and, you know, we talk about passion, you know, especially in things with things like hospitality, you know, as we're here in a restaurant that was actually brand new when everything happened, you talk about resiliency and, and just that drive to continue. And I mean, there's no better uh, example of that than the local restaurants and businesses that came together and said, you know, we, we must continue and we'll make this work. We're going to figure this out. And, and they had to do it quickly. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm ex- and the, like, I feel really proud to be part of a community that has that, uh, that sentiment. Like that was exciting. Yeah. In a very dark time. Like there was excitement in that. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, absolutely. And I mean, the community also just supporting the businesses and really was like, yeah, we're going to start ordering more from the local restaurants and supporting local, which is the whole idea behind what I'm doing. Absolutely. <laughs> and, no, and you, for and sure. Too. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, you kind of grew from the, you know, your, your business model grew from that. I mean, mm. that's what inspired you because it is really inspiring to look around and be like, yeah, the businesses are pivoting. The community is like, here, take my money. <laughs> like, this, let's pump this back in, you know, to this community and, um, and the kindness and the patience. And I, I really do believe that despite how iffy and icky it got, um, I really do think like the kindness of people. Now this is, I get a little uh, rose colored uh, <laughs> I That's do right. get, I get very rose colored glasses. You know what I mean? Like I mm-hmm. see things through a filter, but mm-hmm. that's, that is my personality. But I do believe that like, I believe, or maybe it's just me and that's fine too. And a small group of people, but like, I think kindness and just treating people well and like investing because it's the right thing to do is going to be like, I hope that, I hope that that's going to be the pattern post pandemic. Mm-hmm. Now, we gonna bet money on that? <laughs> I'm gonna do it. Are yeah. you with me? I'm with you. Matt's with me, so I'm we're good. <laughs> um, so, so uh, the, from the very beginning of McHenry County leaving um, to when you got involved into it to now, like how much how much growing has there been, uh, and maybe change and. Well, like I said, going from print <laughs> to yeah. digital, what and it wasn't and for me like I'm a business person and I've I've had a lot of lessons learned about um uh business. Mm-hmm. Let's be I'm just going to I mean that is a small business mentality like you have no idea what you're getting into. Yeah. You really don't. I don't care how much studying you've done, how if you have an MBA, if you've been working in the business your whole life, until it is yours, you have no idea mm-hmm. what goes into it. Um, and, you know, taking a model from one to another, making that leap, uh, you know, it, it was uh, definitely, um, definitely challenging. I think there's a perception of print, which, and it's true, print is expensive. Print is very expensive, mm-hmm. very expensive, and delivery 
or distribution, um, all that stuff, design. Yeah. I mean, it, it, I, I'm really simplifying here, but yeah. magazine production is heavy, heavy lifting financially and physically and mentally. Um, but I felt like digital, that shift, I, I felt like our standards needed to stay where they were if not elevate like because i had i felt like i had something to prove here like we can go from print to digital and we can um do it really well and we can maintain our quality standards because i think there's again and i speak for myself a preconceived notion that digital and online and web and social media is kind of dumbed down it's cheapened and it um can just be quick and easy you know quick and dirty right and I was like, no, <laughs> like, I'm like, no, we can keep our, we can maintain, if not elevate our quality standards on this platform. And that was really important for me. Um, but to do it, you have to, I mean, to, to, to be able to maintain those standards, you have to maintain that quality mm -hmm. and um, to try to do it in a, on a new platform. So, yeah, I mean, it's, it's changing the way that like our messaging, the thing that I'll say, the thing that remains the same is we are still very, very much dedicated to, um, you know, celebrating the good things in this county and the good people, um, celebrating our history. That's a big one. We did a history column in the print edition and like, we still do that mm -hmm. because I think history personally, it's personal for me. I feel like that's like, that's your roots. That's where you come from. And I think that's really important to continue getting that sense of pride and sense of like awe and like what came before here and now. Um, letting people know about new businesses that are opening, celebrating um, businesses that maybe get an award or achieve something or did something unique. Um, we really try to focus on that. But doing it digitally requires kind of a new set of, of like layout, like a plan. Like mm -hmm. how do we do it? How often do we do it? Who's it going to? Those kind of things. Um, we have to be very, very mindful of that. When you're in print, you know how many you're printing, you know who they're going to, mm -hmm. you can kind of track that stuff. Um, but when you're digital, it's a whole different tracking system. And just, it really is more apples to oranges than any, you know, than mm -hmm. I think I thought it would be. But it's been interesting. Uh, you mentioned the history part of, of, yeah. the, web, mm -hmm. of the webpage. And uh, I, I thought that was really cool addition on there. And uh, so nostalgic and everything is great. And <laughs> yes. Like, you know, done very well as and you know if if you haven't checked it out definitely take a look at it because like you've done a really good job on that thank part. you um where did you find some some of the pictures that are just right, right. There? And, i mean where did you find some of that information so you know when it came time for like archiving and like taking our archives and bring them onto the web like history was a big one i felt very strongly we've had a couple different um web designs you know we've updated and but that was always a thing i'm like don't mess with my history <laughs> like don't mess with my you can get rid of all the other old i mean some of the stuff is just it almost should be archived and have like an archive like mm -hmm. an archive page and that might be something we'll do but like we're we're bringing history with us like that's coming with us packing it pack it up and you know it has to travel wherever we go um we had a we've had some fabulous like history writers who like they're geeky about it and that's the best kind of history writer like if you're gonna do if you're gonna talk about history you got to be geeky and if you're not <laughs> i don't want to have anything to do with it nitty-gritty getting into those details 
uh, researching at the Historical Society, finding photography from largely from the Historical Society. And this is a plug for the Historical Society. So go check them out. We need to keep, we need to preserve and, you know, continue engaging people about history. That is an unpaid plug. <laughs> it, it is now anyway. <laughs> it's unpaid, but it's, I'm, it's a plug. I think that's really important. Um, yeah, we just, it's really important. And we found some writers early on and now it's a little more, again, with the social media, like you can do the long form and you can go read and rabbit hole on our site and we always take you there. Mm-hmm. But like from a, from a social media standpoint, we like to find like those really quirky, funny photos that are just like, oh my God, what is happening in this photo? It's clearly old. <laughs> and it is in McHenry County and they're doing something or it's something just cool. Maybe a, a building that's not there anymore, but was very historic and beautiful and has a cool, rich history about it. Um, those are the kind of like from a from a social media perspective, we kind of, you know, and there's a quick caption and mm-hmm. some of those just fly like they just go crazy because people are they do. They get nostalgic for history and um, yeah, it just takes some research and. Like I said, when we were doing more like long form, you know, we, we had the opportunity to, to partner with some really good history writers who were really passionate. Um, and yeah, so that's the history. Hey, it's Erica with McHenry County Living. If you're like me, you're always wondering what's going on this weekend? Where are we going to take the kids? What kind of shows and events and festivals are coming up? Well, look no further than The Weekender. It comes out every first Wednesday of the month. All you have to do is subscribe at mchenrycountyliving.com slash the weekender. Uh, the next portion of their of the website and what you do is the weekender, which yeah. is my favorite. Oh, thank you. Because I got a little plug on it. So <laughs> Well, I, I mean it's a tool. Yeah. Right? Um again, when I moved now the weekender again was something I inherited from uh from um, the Carla days. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is a plug for Carla Hausch. She's an amazing, amazing person. And I wouldn't be here if it weren't for her. So, hey, Carla. Um, so the Weekender was her her brainchild. She's mm-hmm. like, you know, we, we, we're we only coming out, you know, six times a year. Like, what happens between those, what happens between we need to start there will be there should be a way that we are communicating to an audience between issues and I'm like that's brilliant let's do it so I started the weekender with her and um that was again our way of like these are the events going on this week and you know every week so we were able to fill in those gaps between issues um now we're a monthly so every month you will get a snapshot of all the things going on in McHenry County it's not comprehensive um you're not going to find every little like garage sale and little you know Mm -hmm. we again from a curation standpoint it has to be things that make sense for the audience and um so I try to get the best of the best and pull stuff, you know, from different resources. And I have some fabulous advertisers too, who, um, you know, help support it. I mean, really it, be, it, it does come down to, and I mean, anyone in media and marketing can relate like you to be able to support the, the piece, whether it's a, a physical magazine or an e-edition or a website, you know, you, you have to fund it. So, uh, you know, some our, our funding will come from advertisers, you know, and they get a little more glory in, in our edition uh, and they get 
in front of our fabulous audience who loves the weekender because it's like, what are we doing this weekend? That was always, um, you know, my thing again, you know, when I moved here, I'm like, what is there to do? And I will tell you, and I'm not trying to be self-serving here, but like, I've actually looked at the weekender to like figure out what to do with my family on the weekend. And this is coming from someone who, who built it. (laughs) So I use my product. (laughs) I'm not even lying. Like I will look at it and be like, what are we doing this weekend? You guys, well, here's what's going on, you know? Yeah. 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 So I use my own product and and I do, and, and I recommend it. If it's free to sign up, you don't have to pay. It's, it's quick and easy. It comes to your inbox every first Wednesday and it's like a no brainer. It's, it's, it try to make it as simple as possible for people to, to get that information. So at any given moment, I, I cannot come up to you personally and be like, what's going on this week? And I'm going to have to go to the weekender. You might, you might, <laughs> I can tell you what I'm doing this weekend, but, <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I know what's going on at the outdoor theater. We already had that conversation. Not on the podcast, though. <laughs> no. No. What, what? So it's Back to the Future. It's a throwback. That's a pretty good movie. Yeah. Bring your blankets. <laughs> it's May, but it's typical Chicago May weather. It is. It's. I, I'm not happy. I, I need yeah. warm weather. I hope by the time this comes out that it's it's sunny and 75 or yeah. partly sunny in 75. I have no idea when this episode can come out. That's okay. But I was going to ask you, um, <laughs> keeping that in mind, uh, what are some good events that people can go to coming up in the next, I don't know, Oh my gosh. You know, this is a very interesting time um, and just unprecedented. You know, as we are bridging to the phase five in Illinois and, and it's the, the numbers are looking really good, um, which is really exciting for people like me and, and people in, in this community who are, who are, you know, starting to put their blood, sweat and tears into events because events are blood, mm-hmm. sweat and tears and a lot of time and a lot, I'm not even going to get into it, but, um, we're still looking for our path. We're still, it's still kind of day by day. Like, you know, are they going to be opening this up? What is going to mm-hmm. be the maximum capacity? A lot of people are doing ticketed events, um, it to keep the capacity, locked in um and you know so they have a head count um i'm excited that the dole is bringing back their music under the trees which is an outdoor music event and they usually have like some food and stuff like that and that's a fundraiser for them um like that's exciting that that's coming back and i think they're doing a farmer's market over there which is cool um and again i'm just trying like i'm off the cuff here like just trying to think of like folks who are you know, starting to build out their event schedule. Yeah, no but pressure, the, but go, no, no. Keep but going. those big festivals. I mean, the bigger festivals right now that everybody loves going to, whether it's Lakeside Fest or Fiesta Days. I mean, some of those are are slowly, um, you know, trying to like uh, announce, you know, what what's happening. But again, with just the uncertainty right now, it's. It, I know for them, it's it's penciled in, but it's like day by day, whether what, what that's actually going to look like. Um, and I speak for myself because we do an event too. (laughs) Am I going to plug truck off? Yes, I think you are. (laughs) Well, this, we have plenty of time, plenty of plenty of time. Um, Oh, but it will come fast. So on September 11th, truck offs coming back to the fairgrounds. And, um, that is our food truck festival Mm -hmm. that we started up. And knock on wood, um, you know, everything goes well. 
with everything. Like everybody just cross your fingers and toes that, you know, it goes smoothly. And by September, like we're fully open. I mean, that would be my, that would be my wish. I, I hope we're fully open when they say we're going to be, but you know, I think what are we, are we talking like June maybe? Yeah. I, th- uh, I know Cook County's talking June 11th. Yeah. Um, or well, maybe the state. I, I, yeah. One of the two. So, but you June know, 11th looking like the tentative opening date. Yeah. Fingers crossed for everybody because that just opens up the door for um, people to host events. People are getting creative. I'm, I'm kind of going on a tangent here, but I'm just thinking, I think like, I want to say down, I want to say in Crystal Lake, like they're opening up new like areas where people can gather like um, uh, for like outdoor dining. You know, Carrie has a fabulous little like they have like a it's called Alfresco Alley. It's like just a cute little like um, street that they've blocked off and and, and they have these really cute um, like custom made picnic tables. And so like these outdoor gatherings, you know, are mm-hmm. becoming more of a thing. And that's that's really exciting. And and as things open up, we can do that more safely. There's more vaccinations. Um, and yes, everybody who can should get vaccinated. That's just my PSA. <laughs> and I don't, I'm, I do that on um, McHenry County Living's like Facebook and stuff too. Like I think if you can, if you can, you should get vaccinated so we can just safely get out there and, and start enjoying life again. Um, but yeah, you know, all the summer festivals, I'm a sucker for a Ferris wheel and a corn dog. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Like I'm a sucker. I will go to all of them and I love live music. And, and I think, you know, most people at this point in time are ready. So we just have to keep moving forward to the only way we're going to safely be able to have all these fun events that we love is if everybody plays along and behaves themselves. And, um, you know, I think that's what makes our community special is that we have all these gatherings and, Mm -hmm. um, it's just a celebration of summer and, and the burbs, you know? So, Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's, it's great to get out and like, like you said, the festivals and the live music, that's one of my favorite things to do. Um, you know, go out and see friends and everything. So yeah, I mean, I, both of us are vaccinated. We hope everyone's getting vaccinated so then we can all enjoy time outside festivals and have a good time again. That yes. Amen. Yes. I think, I think that's a good place to, uh, wrap it up and everything before she goes on more tangents because yes. we were talking about that she's like, oh, i know about i told him i'm like you give me rules you have to set the ground rules because <laughs> this girl will go and go and go there, there's no <laughs> rules no rules here uh, but thank thank you i appreciate sitting down and uh getting us a place to sit down and do it too a hundred percent why i appreciate i really appreciate you taking your time too but uh, and thanks to mookies for uh having us in here and letting us use their space while they're not open absolutely <laughs> All right, guys, there you go, uh, McHenry County Living, my conversation with Erica. Uh, as, as I was uh, going through with the episode, I, there's a part, and it's I think right around where the ad is, where we kind of talk about uh, what's going on and currently, and we're talking, we're having this conversation, and it was back in May when we recorded this uh, episode, and as, as you guys can see a little bit, you know, the episodes I got especially for season two I got a lot recorded early on um, and just kind of had to hold on to the episodes for months as you can see Um, and in this one in particular uh, Eric and I talked back in May 
did this episode we also recorded that's when we recorded the ad that you hear in the middle of the episodes um just so that we had the ad for all the episodes that were coming for season two so um i believe it was recorded um before most of the episodes that you heard this season um but i just held on to it for that and you know and as i speak to people as we're kind of getting everything together and scheduling the time to do the interview um i, I unfortunately got to let them know there's a number of businesses and people in front of you that uh you're going to hear those episodes months before your episode comes out so and like i said you know going into season three you know there some of these that i have already recorded um were recorded a while back so they've been waiting um but we're catching up to the line a little bit so that's kind of why i take the break to you know kind of schedule some more interviews uh so that we're ready to go and we can you know put them out so people aren't waiting too long so uh guys this has been a cool season uh it's been a lot of fun met a lot of cool people and uh just been working with a lot of cool people to get more episodes out to you and um more businesses um so that all being said you know i got to give you the uh email address left at the light pod at gmail.com email me and we can talk about you coming on the show to promote your business um your book your service whatever it is you guys have um like i kind of always say i, I want to make sure that we get to everybody <laughs> and get as many people as we can on here to talk about what they want to talk about what whatever their offering is so um, as you see in the past season, we got to talk to uh, an author. There's an, there is another author next season. I do know, can tell you that already. And, uh, we do have a band and that's going to be pretty cool. And, uh, we'll see where else the season takes us. So, um, I know it's going to be a fun one cause this one was definitely fun and it's, uh, fun to keep this going. I use fun a lot. Exciting. We can say exciting. How about that? Um, but I th thank you guys so much for listening to the podcast. It's been uh, an adventure for me. It's something that I just decided, you know, to make a hobby. Um, and, uh, and maybe maybe someday I, I can tell you guys a story of Left at the Light. Um, that's been on my mind a little bit to give you the insight, the inside, the behind the scenes of uh, Left at the Light a little bit. Um, but I, ho I hope to see some people out that listen to it uh out at an event somewhere um and maybe get to see some faces a little bit here so uh I, as always you guys thank you for listening um it's been a fun season we'll see you in a couple of weeks I, I take a little break for myself a little mental break and uh we'll be back season three i don't know when but i'll let you know <laughs> take care of yourself so let the left at the light pod at gmail.com Till next time, I'm Matt. This was Left at the Light. Thank you. Subscribe, rate, review. I'm out.